Raiding hospitals has become the hallmark for the LeapFrog Group, and 2008 is no different. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM Channel 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Leah Binder, the Chief Executive Officer of the LeapFrog Group. The LeapFrog Group uses the leverage of some of the nation's largest employers to initiate breakthrough changes in medical care safety and quality. Ms. Binder is a former hospital executive who worked as vice president of Franklin Community Health Network based in Farmington, Maine. Prior to that, she served as senior policy advisor to New York City Mayor Rudolph Giuliani, where she developed programs to improve care of the uninsured, among other projects. She began her career in health policy with the National League for Nursing, where she served as public policy director. Leah Binder, welcome to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you because I first I want to congratulate you on uh, what is still your new job. And, and if you could tell us about people more and more, doctors, hospitals, consumers are hearing more and more about the LeapFrog Group and its study. But this year there are not only some similar ratings, but also some new wrinkles with your survey. If you could tell us about those. Sure. Well, you know, the LeapFrog Hospital Survey has been going on now for about six years. It's a voluntary survey, and we have used NQF-approved measures. We ask hospitals to report to us on those approved measures on safety and quality of their facilities. And then we publish the data on our website, leapfroggroup.org. And it's used by our employer members in particular in some of their contracting negotiations for employee benefits. It's used by them to educate their employees about how to seek the safest and highest quality care. And it's used here in Washington. It's used by us to drive our policy agenda to improve quality, safety, and efficiency in hospitals. So this year, we do have some new elements to the survey, which I think are pretty exciting. Could you tell us about what you have rated and then also get into the new ones? Because the new ones are really good. We've measured safety in particular, and we've measured safe practices, which are, again, National Quality Forum, NQF, established measures that uh, get at the overall safe protocols that are going on within the hospital environment and combined together tend to indicate whether the culture in a hospital is safe is as you may know, you really need to be in a hospital where safety is first. And to get at that question, is this a hospital where safety comes first, the NQF has established these 30 safe practices and combined together does give us some indication. So that's one way anyway that we measure that. We also look at whether a hospital has a computerized system for managing its medication ordering and fulfillment. There have been some very dramatic studies that have suggested that using a tool, a computerized tool, computerized physician order entry, using that kind of tool in a hospital can reduce medication errors by anywhere from 50 to 100%. So there are many instances of certainly morbidity and often mortality that could be avoided in hospitals if more hospitals would adopt this technology and this system. So we have asked from the very beginning whether a hospital has a CPOE order entry system. When we first started the survey back in 2002, about 2% of hospitals had a system, and now it's jumped fivefold to 10%. But obviously, 10% is not where we want to be either. So we are really hopeful that hospitals will, and not just hopeful, but encouraging, and really our employers are pushing to see if we can get more hospitals to adopt this kind of system. 
And also the, the new conditions that you have that you're measuring, I believe one of them is acute myocardial infarction and pneumonia. And if you can tell us about uh, some of those things that you have and, and some of the things that you are, because I think some people looked at some of these early efforts, not necessarily leapfrog group, but others, and they said, okay, so you're measuring taking aspirin or beta blockers. Um, that would be kind of standard. But now it seems like things are really, you're uh, stepping things up. Yeah, and we're asking about high-risk treatments and the, on the outcomes and quality measures around high-risk treatments in hospitals where following certain procedures can have a truly dramatic impact on mortality overall. So, for instance, we look a lot at coronary artery bypass graft. We look at abdominal aortic aneurysm repair, pancreatic resection, an area where you can see up to 50% reduction in mortality when a certain volume is done by any particular provider. So there are certain indications that we're looking at for particular procedures where you can see dramatic improvements in quality simply by following certain protocols or having a certain level of volume. And this year, new acute myocardial infarction and pneumonia. Again, these are acute conditions that represent a large outlay of healthcare expenditures as well as very high risks. Well, if you're just joining us or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune. And joining me today is Leah Binder. She's the chief executive officer of the LeapFrog Group. And if you don't know the LeapFrog Group, you certainly know their members, some of the largest employers, including General Motors and the like. And these companies have been working to basically hold providers, doctors, hospitals, sort of feet to a fire because they're paying the tab for a lot of the health care in this country and they want to make sure that the consumers, the patients out there are getting quality care. And we're talking about one of the perhaps better known initiatives of the LeapFrog Group, which is their annual hospital survey. And Leah, if you're really di- starting to dig in here with this hospital survey, I mean, if you're rating certain indications and, and relative to the pancreas and you're talking about uh, acute myocardial infarction and pneumonia in you know moving beyond sort of a hospital acquired infections and so forth that have been in the press for many years. It seems like the LeapFrog group is really starting to dig in here. We are digging in on certain procedures, as you've mentioned. The main goal of our hospital survey, though, for the employers who have advocated for it is to really get a sense of whether overall the systems in place at a hospital create a safe environment and improve the quality of care for the patients who go in there. That's the employer's main interest. We then drill down on certain procedures that we know to be very high risk and we know can create a great deal of mortality among the employees and morbidity among the employees of the large employer. So we don't pick every procedure and we also don't want hospitals to feel like they have to spend enormous resources completing the LeapFrog survey by having to count for every single procedure they do. But we are handpicking the procedures that our employer members felt are costliest to them in terms of not not just a direct cost, but also, and more importantly, really, their employees' health and well-being. So that's why we have certain procedures on there that we are asking for information on. But our big items are the safe practices and also the computerized physician order entry and then also the safety of the ICU. And the interesting thing is that now that you guys have been doing this for several years now, I understand that you can measure how these providers are doing. You have uh, what's the so-called survival predictor. And if you could tell us a little bit about that. Right. Well, that's where some researchers have looked at based on the data that were given from the hospital about how the procedure is conducted and the volume, that is the volume of procedures, as well as some of the data on the protocols that are used. 
they combine all that information and based on the research issue a predictor, a survival predictor that we then publish in our website. And the interesting thing is, are you seeing a lot of people sort of model the LeapFrog group and are insurers or others using this and saying, going to providers, doctors and hospitals and contracting and saying, hey, you know, we, we want to use these measures because the LeapFrog group is using them? Or how is your data being used? Well, it's being used by our employers when they sit down with insurers and often when they go directly to hospitals to argue for certain reforms, changes, standards, and in some cases, changing reimbursement based on the quality and outcomes that they're seeing from various hospitals. And that and they use LeapFrog as their main tool. We also provide support to our, our employers to employer members to help them with that. It's also used by coalitions of employers at, at regional levels who also who do the same thing, who try to use the LeapFrog data as an opportunity to start a dialogue with local hospitals and to encourage improvement in their, their safe practices. So it's used mainly by employers. Health plans are major partners of ours, and we work with them Quite a lot. We bring groups of employers together with health plans to talk about how the leapfrog data has been shaping out in various regions and what the health plans can do to improve the scores for various hospitals and how the employers can help. But I think one of the really interesting sort of innovations of the LeapFrog model has been the fact that it's given employers an opportunity to directly intersect with the hospitals. In the past, that's typically been mostly through health plans. This gives us a chance to finally say, well, our employees are going to your hospital. Let's talk. Let's get to know each other. And then why don't you tell me how they're better off coming to your hospital? Yeah, I find that interesting because I know you were on the provider side. You ran effectively a hospital system. And I'm finding increasingly in my own reporting where the doctors and the hospitals, not that they're going around the insurance companies when they want to do things, but it's becoming more common for big employers, even in a small town, to go to the doctors and hospitals and say, listen, we have certain things that we want done, certain quality and certain costs and so forth. And would you advise that? I mean, do you think that employers should go directly to doctors and hospitals when there are issues or when they want to get things done? Absolutely. I think it would be very valuable for, on, on a local level, for larger employers to have, and smaller employers to have a direct relationship with the hospitals. When I was an executive in a hospital, we didn't have actually very close relationships with the larger employers in our area. But we would have welcomed it from the hospital level. We just we had enough to do to report to the various regulators for Medicaid and Medicare that are persistent in getting a lot of information out of hospitals. But traditionally, employers who, in fact, pay quite a lot of the bills in hospitals have not been as persistent in, in asking for the kind of data and information that they need for their employees. So it's just kind of evening the playing field a bit and getting employers the kind of information and feedback and accountability that the government has figured out how to get, or at least is starting to figure out how to get in the past. And having come from the provider market, uh, hospitals and doctors, are they becoming more open to these measures and to an organization such as the LeapFrog Group putting these things out for consumers? Are they more understanding? Is there less resistance than there was? I think there's been a real sea change, actually, in the sense of the need for transparency of, of information. I think even even 10 years ago, it was not common for hospitals or physicians to approve of having data made public. And now that's commonplace. There's really a, almost a consensus. I'm sure there's lots who disagree, but there's a general consensus that it is important to have a, an open and transparent market around 
healthcare information. I think that there have been a lot of organizations that have kind of followed LeapFrog's lead in trying to measure safety and, and get it reported out. We're still the, the representatives of employers in getting that kind of information out and collecting information that employers see as foremost for them. But I'm very pleased to say that we work closely with CMS, which runs Medicare, and the federal side of Medicaid, and they have also been really looking at ways to pay for best performance and to sort of look at measures that LeapFrog has put out there and to say that we ought to be measuring that too. And they have certainly been very committed to transparency with their hospital compare website. So I think what we're seeing now is increasing consensus around some of the fundamental principles that LeapFrog was really a pioneer in. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Leah Binder, who has been our guest. She's the CEO of the LeapFrog Group, and we've been talking about the group's annual hospital survey, and you can view that by going to LeapFrog Group's website, which is www.leapfroggroup.org. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host. To listen to our on-demand library, visit us at ReachMD.com, register with promo code RADIO, and receive six months free streaming for your home or office. If you have comments or questions about this show or suggestions, call 888-MD-XM-157. And I'd like to thank you today for listening.